Hello, hello, and welcome back to episode 8 of the Chip Pass Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Wiseman, and before we start here today, I would just like to apologize for the late uploads this week. Uh, I've just been super busy lately, and I also wanted to delay this podcast just for a bit um, so I could really get some good things down because there's not much happening in the season right now and more time that passes more stuff I can get down and more stuff I can talk about speaking of that it's going to be a bit of a shorter podcast today um maybe I don't know pre-podcast prediction here maybe around 15 to 20 minutes like the season previews which speaking of uh they've been going well I have I've been struggling with my uploading lately. I have three recorded, and I'm going to upload them tomorrow. Uh, but I uploading them then, don't worry, they'll be up. I think we got Buffalo, Calgary, and Carolina, I want to say. And, yeah, I'm going to try and really grind them this week and try and get as many out as possible. So, hope you guys are enjoying those. But... Speaking of that, why don't we get right into the episode here? And, I mean, there's not too much to talk about hockey-related. We're kind of in the dead of the offseason. But we do have a big retirement that has happened this week. And Henrik Lundqvist has retired from the NHL. And as sad as it seemed as it is to see him go, it's I'm also very happy for him. And, I mean... Talk about a guy with a stellar career. Um, Throughout his career, uh, 459 wins, only uh, in 887 games played. I mean, not too shabby right there. Uh, Vezina Trophy in 2011-2012, and I think it's safe to say uh, one, if not the best goalie, one of, if not the best goalie, of the 2010s. I mean, never won that Stanley Cup. Got very close in uh, 2013-14, in the playoffs there. Uh, but who knows? I mean, maybe what happened this year. Maybe what happened the next. But it's sad to see him go. But I would also like to say huge congratulations uh, or huge commitments to him for really trying to get back in the game. I mean, if not for COVID, I really think he would have been back. And, I mean, that just shows this guy's dedication to hockey. And that's been the dedication throughout his entire career. He's been always on top of things. He's always trained and trained and trained as hard as he could just to be the best. I mean, you you don't get drafted in the seventh round and become one of the greatest goalies of all time just by sitting around and doing nothing. No, he's known known as the king as... He's known as the king for a reason. And, I mean, the reason is he's a hardworking guy and he'll do whatever it takes to win. And, unfortunately, never got that chance to hoist the Stanley Cup. But, hmm, maybe he will one day as management. Who knows? But, overall, big congratulations to Henrik Lundqvist. What a career. And, good luck with... what. Wherever life takes you from now on. I mean, I can talk about the 
many times as a habitant where Hannah Glunkvist has been part of my nightmares. I mean, this is, talk about 2014 and it's one of them. A guy just stood on his head all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, even back in, um, back, even back a few years ago, was still playing up, I mean, elite numbers. 2015, 16, 9-20. Uh, 2017-18, he played 63 games and put up a 9-15. I mean, this guy... One of the most incredible goalies of this generation. And, I mean, I just hope we didn't take him for granted. Um, I hope we didn't take his personality and what he was for granted. I mean, uh, he'll be missed around the game. uh, But hopefully we'll see him around soon. I know a lot of New York Rangers fans would like to see him around. Maybe not the Islanders fans, but I'm sure you guys could get over that. Um... Yeah, so congratulations to Henrik Lundqvist on his retirement. Good luck with wherever life takes you. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, moving on now. Uh, another goalie here. I don't know, I just thought I'd mention it. This is how dead hockey news is right now. But Marc-Andre Fleury. I mean, I think Chicago's got a guy there. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. Video going around, but Marc Andre Fleury <laughs> training in Quebec, and holy, this guy is this guy is on. I mean, he makes some spectac- spectacular saves and did what Fleury is known for. Um, I have it here in my notes Fleury in razzle dazzle condition. Don't know why I wrote that, but I mean, it's pretty true. This guy, certified beautician, and I mean. Talk about a steal for a trade. Speaking of that trade, the guy who... um, It's terrible, I can't even remember his name. But the guy who Chicago got... uh, Vegas got for uh, Flurry actually doesn't even play for them anymore. So they just traded a reigning Vesna winner for nothing. Uh, I really hope Flurry spites them and... Hope that guy beats them in the playoffs. At least, at least beats them in the playoffs. Go ahead and win another Vesna Flurry, please, please. I already like la- I already like laughing at Vegas enough. Give me, give me another reason. You gotta give me another reason to hate Vegas. Um, yeah, I mean, that's one thing I guess you could call hockey talk. Uh, moving on here. This is actually quite a big one. And these are the sponsor patches. And I think I'm going to bring, if you guys remember from episode, I think it was episode two, I had Sasha on, Sasha G. Russo. And we talked about, uh, we did our expansion draft list. And I don't know, something like this, I feel like would be fun to have a debate about. So I'll talk about, uh, I'll see, I'll just give my opinion real quick on it right now. But I'll see if we can have a little, debate on it if when he next comes on because spoiler alert coming on again soon everyone watch out for that but let's talk about these sponsor patches for a sec so they're planned to be added uh, to the jerseys in 2022 and 2023 and are supposed to be slightly bigger than the nba patches so definitely not not quite soccer logos i mean quite a bit smaller than soccer logos and definitely not European hockey. 
I mean, if it was European hockey, I would definitely be against it. But I actually don't think I'll mind these sponsor patches. I know a lot of people might be against them, but I think in a few years, grow to like them. I mean, it's like how you like um, the soccer jerseys with their... Um, I know European fans will hate me, but soccer jerseys with their uh, with their uh, the logo of the of their sponsors on it. I mean, you just as much identify the jersey as the logo as you identify it by the name of the team. And I mean, I don't think that's how I'll get to in hockey, but it might just be a cool thing to count. I'm maybe fifty years in the future will be like. Oh, that's when uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs were sponsored by Pizza Nova or whatever. I know it's Pizza Nova is going to be sponsoring the Toronto Maple Leafs, but it's going to be something like that. And I actually think it would be pretty cool to have uh, that as maybe a reminder of the era of hockey. Now, I know a lot of people might be against it. Um, as a lot of people were against the 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 helmet um ads and honestly to everyone who doubted the helmet ads how much did you really notice them i mean were you oh there's a giant bell logo on montreal's helmets i i couldn't even name half the half the uh, helmet ads i can't even remember them they were that that just if i couldn't i couldn't even notice them they did were that just small on the helmet and they were that unnoticeable that I mean, I don't feel like they made a real difference to what the what the jersey was and or what the helmet was and what the team that they were supporting. But I gotta say, I do understand why people would be against this. I mean, look at a sport like hockey. It's not like hockey's the most uh, growing sport transition. What what do we call it? It's not like hockey's the most sport that grows the most. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't remember this word. See, this is why I need someone else on here with me. I need someone to catch my mistakes, but it's like it's not the worth most progressive sport. There you go. It's not the most progressive sport in many ways. I mean, saw <laughs> I mean a good example two years ago. I mean, sorry, last year with the helmet ads, but also just you talk about old school hockey. Oh, we want old school hockey. Oh, analytics, blah, 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 blah. It's hard to accept new things in the hockey world. And that's because it's such a boys club kind of sport. Or there's a lot of heritage. And uh, let's say, let's call it heritage that people want to uphold. But I feel like what we got to learn in hockey is that change can actually be really good for our sport. And can actually grow the sport as a whole throughout not only Canada but hopefully throughout the world and I think that's the sorry not just Canada but not throughout North America but throughout the world and I think that's the goal for hockey I mean we don't want it to be just a North American sport uh I mean uh, personally maybe some of you guys want to be just American North American sport but I mean I would love it if everyone played hockey I mean it'd be pretty if everyone played hockey I've it's an expensive sport, but I mean, personally, I love playing hockey, and if we can promote that sport worldwide and get more people to play it, and it become as it becomes more of an international game, it'll just get more people to share the passion that I share for this sport, and 
whatever it takes, even if it starts at these small sponsor patches, the more that the sport grows, the more that the sport grows within corporate sponsors, within world worldwide, maybe worldwide competition. I mean, you look at worldwide growth for hockey, a uh, great place, a great way. Uh, I mean, the littlest things can really promote hockey in Asia. I mean, you look at, um, God, well, I can't remember, but in the All-Star game when you could vote in for uh, who you chose, uh, you could vote any player, and the Latvians teamed up to bring their own guy in. And, I mean, you just it grows sport. It grows hyper-end hockey. It gets more people watching the game, therefore gaining more revenue for the game, allowing for more people to get invested, allowing for more talent to enter the game, wider range of talent, probably more higher-end talent, the more people that play it. And it also allows everyone to actually make money from hockey and hopefully... Through the growth of a game like men's hockey, uh, through growth of men's hockey, women's hockey can grow too. Because talk about a spectacular sport, women's hockey is fantastic. I mean, uh, I I've been watching Canada's women's team lately, and they are very, very good. I mean, they outshot the Russian team sixty-two to eight, sixty-two to eight. I mean, you don't do that by accident. One five one. Women's hockey is just as excited as men's hockey. And if we can grow both sports and both games to, I mean, the whole goal is the end goal would probably be worldwide attention, uh, but it's not quite there yet. It has it is widespread throughout Europe, sure, but if we can get it, I don't know, widespread throughout China, widespread throughout. India widespread throughout. I mean, I know it doesn't really make sense, but the, my, my basic thing, what I'm saying here, basically, if I boil it all down to a point, um, the growth of hockey is great, no matter if it's in corporate, a corporate way or if it's in international way. Each way that hockey gets recognition, each way that hockey gains more recognition from any part of society is good is i'm all for that in my books um yeah but i think that's all we have to talk about for our hockey side of things and now to get to a bit some more sad things um we've had quite a few losses in our hockey community in the hockey community this past week um i mean to start all off uh on the 22nd, um, we lost uh, three junior hockey players, Caleb Reimer, Ronan Sharma, and Parker Magnuson to uh, a car accident. And, I mean, just young kids. I mean, 16 years old. It's just really tough, you know, um, just to lose so many people. And especially so many young people who had a whole life ahead of them because of a freak accident. It's very sad, and it just, it just, I know I should say more, but in general, it just sucks. And I 
wish I give my condolences to their family um, and friends. Um, yeah, and I hope after this week, especially, we can get get stronger as a hockey community, get more tied. And I mean, nothing lasts forever. Um, no one lives forever, but it just sucks that so many people had to be taken away from us and so many people just so early. Um, someone else who sadly passed away this week was Jimmy Hayes. Um, again, 31 years old, maybe might have been done with hockey, but he just had so much of his life ahead of him. It's just very sad. Um, also, the passing of Rod Gilbert this weekend. Uh, yeah, it's it, it just really sucks. Um, I wish the best to all their families, and I thank you for gracing the world with your presence. And I mean, hope wherever you go. I know they always say they're in a better place now and I just hope that I hope hope the best for all of them um uh I think this is the end of our podcast today sorry to end it on a sad note uh and yeah have a great week everyone and make sure you stay safe um yep have a good one it's a bit of a a bit of a sad end, but just yeah, we can all afford to be a bit sad sometimes. You know, ho- hopefully next week, moods will be lifted. But for now, it's the time of consideration and just solitude for the losses that have happened. Um, yeah, I think that's all for today. So. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Mm, um, yeah, I guess have a great week.